Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 26th of July, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 380. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gura is here. How you going? I'm awesome. Yeah, that's good. Totes. Uh, I'm a bit sick. Yeah, you've been a bit sick. I've been sick like all week. Since, We've been uh, delayed. Since Monday, yeah. I, I, there was no way I was getting this done last night. Mm. Um, yeah, I was struggling yesterday. Today, I'm a bit better. Much better today. Yeah. But still, I spent most of it in bed. So, yeah. Oh, pudding. I know, right? But you know what that means? We've had a lot of time to play games. It's true. And there's a lot of things to talk about. You've been a horrible distraction while I've been attempting to work. <laughs> it would be better for everyone if you would go back to work. I, okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe someday That's this week. It's the official statement from me and those people that I work for. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, man, what do we want to talk about first? We went to- we went to golf on the weekend, I guess. Yeah, we went and played mini golf. Yeah, that was strange. It was, yeah, interesting. Uh, I haven't played mini golf in fucking forever. I used to play it, like, pretty often back up on the Gold Coast. Okay. Because on the Gold Coast, they got a couple of different putt-putt ra- uh, courses. But uh, there was one I, I like, we went to, uh, like, on and off. Like, not, like, not mm. super regularly, but, yeah. Played it, played it enough. Uh, like, there's a lot to like about putt putt. Like, I get it. You know, I think it's it's just one of those. It's just geometry, right? You just you're just doing a bit of light maths to hmm. work out some angles, and you put it together, and there's a bit of skill involved, and then bingo, bango. You hit things. You hit things, and hmm. yeah, it's good fun. Well, this was interesting because it was uh, drinking involved as well. It was like a bar, but with yep. putt-putt set out. Yeah. It's su- and it was packed. Like, this place was- Rammed. Like, nuts. And there yep. were people lighting up for, for mm. putt-putt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a, the new thing, right? Yeah. So, it was my wife's birthday, and we went out for that. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so it's called Holy Moly. And apparently, there's one in Melbourne as well. Yeah, yeah. I saw pictures recently of someone, I think on my Instagram, that were yeah. or Or maybe it promoted it to my page because it tracks me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's Possibly. always watching. I had some friends who'd, who'd been to the Melbourne one, and they the Melbourne one sounded better, to be honest. So, maybe- Because we had to go upstairs. Because, yeah. So, like, like you said, it was packed. And so, downstairs was super packed, and upstairs was only sort of packed. Mm. Um like 95% packs as opposed to 110% pack downstairs. So, yeah, we did the um, upstairs back nine. I think it was called the back nine. Yep. And- uh, That's a golfing term, yes. Yeah, it's, it's golfing terms. Don't <laughs> worry about me. I'm, I'm on the pro tour now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we went upstairs. Maybe the downstairs had some of the cool stuff that I was hearing about from the Melbourne one. The Melbourne one sounded like it had some really cool, interesting, like- having to like bang like smack putt into a couple of different holes and pick which one was the correct one or like putt up onto a pool table and then beat someone in, in a game of pool or something like that she like that that sounded very interesting downstairs definitely had a like uh, a hole that was based on the board game mouse trap yeah okay remember that board game that I don't know. Every time I cracked it out to play it, we would be missing at least one of the pieces hmm. that was required to make it work. So. Yeah, some sort of rubber band had broken. Or- yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I ever finished a game of it. But um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it, it was pretty good fun. Like, interesting sort of aesthetic to it. Really bad beer. <laughs> well, one really bad beer. Yeah. And uh, this fairy, fairy floss, fairy floss kolsch. And it was, like, the initial taste was nice. And then it just tasted like a generic beer. Mm. Like, and then the hangover I got from it the next day was world class. Yeah. Like, awful. Awful. And you only had one. <laughs> and I only had one. Yeah. yeah. And they were serving them in, like, red, like, fret house cups. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to call them. Um, but, like, you see them on, like, American movies and that sort of thing. Like, we don't really have them here, right? No. But they had them. And yeah, they were designed with logos and whatnot on them. So, yep, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that was part part. Let's talk about games. There was a lot, a lot of things going on. Oh, should we talk about Overwatch? We did that on the weekend. Sure. Yeah, the Overwatch World Cup qualifiers in Sydney, which hosted, um, what was it eight teams across from across the world? Yep. Yeah, eight yep. teams. Uh, group C and D. Um. Took place at the Star Casino from Friday through to Sunday. Uh, so, yeah. Like, eight quite good teams showed up. Some extremely good players showed up. And some extremely good players got sent home not going to the World Cup. Yeah. Um, like, Finland's team just couldn't find the cohesion they needed to put together a win, mm-hmm. for example. Like, they just... They, it never happened for them, um, which is pretty interesting. Like, they, they used to be uh, ninjas in pajamas. Um, okay. Yeah, like, crazy. They, yeah. they got they got knocked out. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, because um, I guess they were... The favourites were kind of like Finland and Sweden. We were ranked fourth and fifth around the world. Yep. Um, with uh, our group, which was Group C, was Sweden, Australia, Portugal, and Italy. Yep. And uh, Sweden's ranked fourth. We're 13th. Portugal is 29. And Italy was 20 as well. So, mm. we had a... We were kind of, I guess, second in the group. Is that right? Se- yeah, second seeded yeah. In, the, in our group. Um. Yeah. So we were, I guess, semi-favored mm-hmm. to go on. Um, there was only two spots in the qualifiers to go on, right? So eight teams were competing for just two spots, and yeah, it was uh, an interesting weekend. I, I think yeah. our group was probably the least competitive, to be honest. Uh, Spain and sorry, Portugal and Sweden, like they went to a piece, but. Um, when Australia had gone four and zero, it was pretty much a sure thing that Sweden would go through. Um, so Australia went four and zero against Portugal, and from that moment on, almost any results would mean that Sweden would do better. Like if they beat, so they beat Italy four zero. Yep. They went two and two with Portugal. Um, so any point at all would mean that they would go. Uh, on and they managed to go three one against Australia, um, which yeah, which was a, not a convincing three one. Like it was pretty close. It was very close. It was it was very close. Mm. Um, and it's it's a testament to the like the fact that the Australian team is entirely made up 
of a single team that has been playing together for a long time. Like, and they've been playing at the, in the OPC for quite some time. I think I talked about it last week. I have like personal problems with sending a constructed team as a national team mm-hmm. uh, because I think it should be they should pick from other Aussie teams um, to to find someone. But the selectors felt that it would be better, like more beneficial for us to have immediate success, for Australia to have immediate success. I I was actually talking to uh, the manager, coach, and selector of Team Australia today. Uh, I did a follow-up interview with him after it had all wrapped up. Uh, So I was talking to him today, and yeah, basically he was saying, you know, at because uh, I put forward my my theory that it might have been better to uh, s- sort of fold a few other Aussie players from other Aussie teams into blank mm-hmm. in maybe less critical mm-hmm. spots to give them the experience because it would lift the Australian scene as a as a scene overall. It would mean that they were better overall. Um, and he said that yeah, he figured that if we could get wins, that would lift the Aussie scene more than just uh, making the competitive players better. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a tough one. You know, it's, it's a tough choice uh, to make. Obviously, as the, the player manager of blank, uh, he has a natural bias, I think, uh, and he admitted to it. Um, I don't think admitting to it makes you, you know, immune to it. Uh but yeah, he was aware that you know there was a bias at play to some extent uh, in his selection. But uh, it, I, I think it worked out well. I mean, the sentiment, the attitude towards Overwatch uh, and competitive Overwatch in Australia, I think, has definitely been lifted yeah. as a result of Team Australia's success on the weekend. I, the, the amount of traditional games media I've seen, like fucking pumped. Uh, who, like, some of them I was literally talking to on the weekend, and they were like, oh, you know, you see someone playing a, an, a sport, you see someone playing AFL, and you can tell, you know, that's physical, their physical effort, you know, they've actually, you know, put in effort to be really good at this this sport, but it, you just don't see it with eSport, you know, they're just sitting there staring at a computer, I'm like, well, that's, you know, idiotic, but... That's how you believe. Yeah, that's what that's what you believe. I like. I, I can't see how I'm ever going to fucking sway you from that point of view. And then cut to fucking nine p.m. Sunday, and Australia's won, and they're up on Twitter, and they're like, "Fuck yes, we're going for the World Cup," and they're fucking amped. And I'm like, "Well, so you do get it now, I guess, yeah. right?" Like, yeah, like. To some extent, look. I guess. I guess my my way of thinking is more long term, and the current system is a little bit short term. And I'm not saying that it's wrong, yep. right? I want to be upfront. I'm not saying that 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 thinking short term is wrong because short term, it's it's going to be fucking awesome for Australian Overwatch. Um, I just yeah, I just wonder if getting more players, more LAN and a high-level competitive experience might have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I guess spoiler alert though. Uh, yeah, we fucking we qualify for the World Cup, and I was stoked. very closely, very like, fucking close. It was a game with Japan versus Australia, so the seeding ended up being uh, in our group. Sweden was first, uh, Australia yep. was second. Well, we were tied though, right? Um, I think they actually. I think no. we were tied in points, but because they had, they were seeded first, so they went. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we we ended up playing the winner of Group D, which was Japan, because uh, Finland got knocked out and Spain ended up second. So it was Sweden versus Spain, Australia versus Japan, and it was like I think it was probably the best group. Sorry, the best uh, series of matches that I saw over the weekend. That one yep. in particular, because it just went. It was nuts. It was like backwards and forwards the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that. That competition was like that. That finals game was just bananas. Mm. Um, yeah, like I, I, I actually thought Sweden versus Spain was pretty boring, and like I, I guess it was a three and O, right? So yep. it makes sense. But yeah, Australia versus Japan. I another thing that uh, Serenity was telling me is uh, that they had played. Uh, the the teams like the players they played all these players before basically yep. uh, because a lot of them had come from teams that had existed in the OPC um, but there was something different so anyone who watched at home um, they might have seen um, they, they might have noticed there was one player on Japan in particular who was going fucking ham and that was um, AKTM. Yep. Who was there, like Genji slash uh, Soldier 76 slash the fucking god McCree. Yeah. Um, McCree was the one causing a lot of problems for us. Yeah. And so they, they played a lot, like they played them in there as their Japanese like teams, the mm. teams that they'd been selected from before, but they had never seen AKTM go off quite to that extent and so yeah he was telling me like for example on uh, I think it was Hollywood when he went off on that McCree like they just didn't have a uh, yeah a solution like they just had no way to deal with him um, it might have been Toronto I don't think they played on Hollywood no it wasn't Hollywood no uh, yeah, it was Dorado. Dorado is the night one, right? With the bell tower and shit, yeah. Yep, yep. Like the little... It's like the yeah. Mexican-themed uh, yep. map. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, they just didn't have a fucking solution to deal with him. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was just... He was playing... Like, they had never expected uh, anything like that before. So, um, yeah. It was... Um, that, that was pretty cool. And... To, like uh, it went all the way down to Oasis, which is a a map that basically competitive teams don't play because it's only it's really a new used. Map, right? It's relatively new. It's mm-hmm. not super new, but uh, like they Australia did wind up playing one of the uh, the newest map, I think, Horizon, in uh, their first round against Italy, um, and it was probably the closest that Italy came to beating them. Um, but yeah. Like Oasis, they never play it because it's basically only played as a tiebreaker. Yeah, which is what we were at, right? So it was 2-2. Two, two. 
yeah, so it was two two. It went to the tiebreaker. It was still a, it was a close fucking tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. Um, but Australia managed to carry it out. So fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I was yeah, that was definitely the best uh, round of, of the fucking weekend. But yeah. basically, anytime Japan played, I found really fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just hyper aggressive. It didn't always work out for them, but um, yeah, hyper aggressive and just fucking throwing shit out there. Yep. Which was awesome. Yeah. It was fun uh, to watch. Yeah. How did you feel? Like, you haven't played in a while. I haven't played in a while. How did you feel about the viewability of yeah. it? Um, it was hard to watch. Uh, yeah. I think the problem for me was that every they, they kept going to, like, the spectator mode where there was, like, a camera set up um, mm. in a corner. And I think the issue with that is that you run into problems where... You, you kind of don't really know what's going on. You can't see who's getting hit, yep. who's taking damage. It's kind of just like an overview of where positioning is. And it's really only good for that part of it. Um, what I found myself doing quite a lot was my eyes would shift up to the, the top of the screen to see who was dead. And yep. that was only what I, that's only when I would kind of get an understanding of who was winning. Like, ah, oh, okay. There's two people have just suddenly died on one team. This is going to start to turn, and then that's kind of when you would get an understanding of what when a team was winning. When, I, when I'm looking at the screen, I don't really know. I can't tell what's going on, um, and I think it's just because of the positioning of the camera. It's kind of hard to gauge what's really happening in those fights. Uh, when it was a player perspective, it was a bit easier. I, th- I feel like. Um, especially on like the damage dealers and that sort of stuff, because you can kind of get an understanding of when people were dying. You could see it pop up on the screen, but that's the case of you got to be at the right place at the right time to to be able to see that sort of stuff. So I don't know, man. It's kind of hard. Um, what I like, I don't know how you resolve that. Like what you can do to make it more viewable, because for me, as somebody who's played, I've played a, a bunch of Overwatch. I understand what's going on, but um, for new people that are coming in, it just must, must look like a cluster of things going on. And I guess that's the same for other games as well, like Dota and whatnot. But I feel like they do a better job of showing when people are at least dying or when teams are winning in some of those games. Mm. Um, and you can, you can see pretty, because it's so zoomed back, um, you can see what's kind of going on all around you. And you've got games where I think Smite, is it Smite or Paladins? I think it's Smite. Um, that's a third person, yep. uh, like MOBA, but they've got their spectator view makes it look like a MOBA, like it's a top-down isometric view. So it changes the angle of your, like what you can see, um, which is I think really interesting way to convey what's going on because you can see your surroundings and you're not just looking at what the player's looking. It 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 gives you an overall feel of what's going on everywhere else, and I think that's a really cool um, solution to some of those problems, but. I don't know, man. Like I, I felt like my eyes were always looking at the death counter. And I yep. think that needs to be moved somewhere a bit. E- that's a bit easier to read, at least. I, I don't know. What, what did you kind of get from that? So I, uh, I like Serenity was still in Sydney. Like all the rest of the teams and all the other players mm-hmm. uh, bailed. Um, already but he was still here to do some 
for some, some like business meetings or something. I guess blank might no longer like might not be blank for too much longer. Mm-hmm. But um, so he he was still here. He had nothing like happening. So he like I was heading into the city after my interview with him. Uh, he like we just we walked like for a fucking hour into the city uh and basically what we were doing was talking exactly about that we were trying to work out how the fuck you'd do it Mm -hmm. and uh i think like one of the things i like one of the ideas i came away with thinking would be really good is if when they move to that that fixed camera position where like it is sort of an overview i think it's actually it has potential but they need to adopt that pgl fucking life bar that they did for the middle and major. Remember the one they- Yeah, intru- in Dota to kind of tell you what's, yeah. who's winning the fight. Yeah, exactly. If they were to do that, because like they, they can't have it up there the entire time. They can't have it there all the time because it gets way too confusing uh, when like players are spawning back in, the health will chunk back up and it won't really represent the nature of the immediate team fight. But if you were to switch to it while the team fight is happening and the bars were up there and you could see them chunking down, you'd get a really fucking quick idea of how a team fight was going. And so the stuff that you see on screen might not immediately represent anything to you, but you would understand the the gist of it. You'd understand how it's actually happening like what's going down to some extent and as you learn more about the game you begin to be able to understand you know what what it all meant which would be yeah that's the that's the ideal situation right Mm -hmm. um from there obviously i mean yeah it just once again we return to the casters need to explain everything i think they did a actually a pretty decent job especially compared to other like events I've seen, uh, yep. you know, obviously I complain about it all the time, but I think they did a pretty good job of explaining some things like, uh, the alts economy. They explained how and why that was important. Um, I think they did like one time every single day they explained it. They didn't explain it in every fucking match. Uh, I've never, you know, I've never been, Oh, explain it every match, explain every detail, every fucking match. But one time a day they explained this basic detail that is important and yeah, if you catch it, you catch it. Otherwise, sort of miss out, I guess. Um, yep. Yeah, it's so the, they did a pre- pretty decent job. I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think your idea of like the camera from afar, like, but still tied to a, a player. I think that's a good idea. I, like every time it goes all the way into first person, I think it's like the way the most of them play it's very hard to fucking keep track of uh-huh. uh for anyone who doesn't know what's what's going on it like i yeah i had people sitting next to me basically the entire time I, I was there and they'd be like asking me what was what like what just happened uh-huh. and i'd be like uh oh um like, like soldier 76 triggered his alt and they killed everyone like or oh genji triggered his dragon blade so he had to like warp in and stab everyone um it doesn't yeah. like it's it's one of those things that sort of like well, like obviously this is what happened but if you don't know what's going on then it's just some like from first person perspective as genji when he's warping all over the place it's very fucking confusing so yeah that's that i guess yeah um i guess the other thing i wanted to talk about is the 
I guess, the current meta of the game and the fact that I think the hero distribution is extremely low. Um, I felt, I mean, you watched a lot more games than what I did, but I feel like I watched, uh, you know, a decent amount. Um, It's kind of like the everyone was playing the same heroes every match, maybe one or two variants, but otherwise pretty similar throughout every game. I felt that was a bit boring. Uh, Yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, That is, that's a tricky one, I guess. I mean, it's it's a tough one for them to do anything about, right? But like, that's the nature of Overwatch is the meta will shift with the patches, uh, but there isn't really enough variance in the characters to really determine uh, anything beyond like the yeah the dive meta exists because some like certain like divas played constantly divas always played because in the last in a few patches ago they made her basically like too powerful mm-hmm. uh, like you know the, you'd have no reason not to have her uh, and even when they nerfed her she's still too powerful you know that kind of shit yep. um, yeah it's it's one of those things where this like this my I guess it's my complaint about Overwatch as an esport is what I was talking about last week. Like that it's one of those things. It's one of those reasons why I worry that Overwatch doesn't have legs because at the end of the day, it doesn't have a lot of variety to it. Like you are just going to see the same stuff over and over again, and yeah, you don't wind up in a situation where you can have like flashy plays or like the idea of flashy play is entire like hyper situational like mccree like if aktm is that good on mccree why isn't he always playing mccree well in fucking most maps he wouldn't get away with it right like and shit even directly after like what once they worked out what's it what the fuck to do about him sorry um like he couldn't get away with it you know like yeah yeah they had to go back to the traditional what's on meta you know it's yeah that's basically it man like i i still have problems with i talked to nate nanza the king of overwatch esports the the man who announced the overwatch world league uh like they shut down he shut down my fucking overwatch world league questions the moment i started them (laughs) um but uh yeah like i got him to talk about like i just went a bit broader with stuff and i'd I'd ask questions you know with with you know the future of the competition in mind and whatnot um like they will like i I straight up asked him like are they are they going to balance for competitive play or for the greater like number of players and he said they will always they will always uh, balance for everyone. So balancing for competitive is not mm-hmm. their idea of how balancing should work. Yeah. It's something they're not even interested in considering. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, I spoke about this last week. It's not the right way to do it. Well, I don't think it's the right way to do it. No, I agree. Yeah. He said that, you know, they get the top 30 players in the world to jump on a Discord with them every couple of weeks to talk about, you know, 
how the game is running, what they think is, you know, like how the game is balanced at this point in time. Um, and, you know, they're happy with the, the rate of balancing that they're doing and stuff. But, yeah. All you, uh, all you need to do is look at this competition and see that it's not balanced. Like, if, if people are picking the same five sort of six characters, majority like each match, then that's not balanced. Well, I guess it depends on how they look at the balance, right? Yeah. Like, where where they're... Like, if, if you're trying to... If you've got, like, a ruler on a fucking pyramid, right? And, well, the balance will change depending on where you put the weight on one end of the ruler, right? So, you can, like, alter that based on where the center balance is. And if they've shifted their center of balance to be away from the competitive, then, yeah, their concept of balanced is, like, fundamentally flawed, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um I got the I got the interview I did I transcribed. Um, we look at it all. I mean, we balance for everybody. The design team that does that work, they play a lot of Overwatch and they watch a lot of Overwatch. So I guarantee you, they're right now sitting there watching these matches, and they certainly take all that in. We look at a lot of data, make decisions on that. We're constantly there's tons and tons of stuff that never sees the light of day. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, oh, yeah, we're constantly playtesting and trying out new things. And Overwatch is a game where I don't think you knew this when you talked about the pro players. There's a lot of heroes where they're sort of on a balance. Their balance is on a knife's edge because you kind of want them to be in a good place where they're strong. People want to play them. They're not overpowered. You also don't want it to be that they're so weak. Um, yeah, so that that to me, I think... It's not about the pro players. It's they want it in a place where people want to play them. And so for them, it doesn't matter about the competitive meta. It's about the general meta. They want, you know, players to feel. And yeah, it is. It's really difficult to balance um, for both at the same time. I just personally believe they need to balance for fucking competitive. And so that's that's what you think as well. Yeah. Is there a point of putting in things like picks and bans or is there's the pool's not big enough at this stage. Uh, I've got a fucking quote on that one too. Okay, fair enough. Give me your quotes, Joe. Yeah, you boy. Um, see my picks and bands, picks and bands. It's in here somewhere. Uh, it was a really short answer. It was like, uh, I don't think we're ever going to do that. So it was a blizzard answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, no, it was a big one. In general, I'm not a huge fan of that. I think from a spectator perspective, it's super boring to sit there and stare at people's faces with a countdown timer, and then occasionally a red X goes over a hero portrait. It's just not super engaging. I also think in order to make that viable, you need way more heroes than we have, and I don't know that. I think it would kind of suck if you showed up and you wanted to watch a guy who's known for a soldier and soldier gets banned. It just feels bad. I think what makes Overwatch a special sport is, I think, is the fact that you have this hero pool and the ability to switch on the fly, change your strategy based on what's happening in the map or what's happening to the team. I think picks and bans kind of diminish that a little bit. I mean, that would be truer mm. if people were ever switching heroes oh. on the fly. And the it's only not- time they switch on the fly is when they're switching off a like when they're losing. pocket pick. 
that well no like you saw them like you saw uh, a lot of them would try uh genji tracer combo Mm -hmm. because it would allow them to dive a bit better on the first point and then as soon as they lost the first point they go back to the soldier tracer combo because that is well that is the meta and that is like pretty pretty solid like the hit scan allows them to do a lot of stuff that genji yeah is more situational so like if yeah switching on the fly is basically switching from genji to soldier at one point mm-hmm. uh you or switching to may to drag fucking boss guy out for as long as fucking possible yeah um yeah like that's i guess that's the the situation they're in like they don't have enough heroes to make that interesting i don't think they ever do get enough heroes to make picks and bands interesting um and to be 100 percent honest i fucking agree with him i think that picks and bands are a critical element in mobas but they are boring as fuck to watch if you're just a sort of casual visitor it, like I, I still barely pay attention to picks and bands and i know how dota works and I am, in, like, engaged in watching it now. Like, I still just don't care. I know games can be won based on picks and bans, but I just don't care, man. Like, fuck. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, like, there was some some good games going on there, though. Uh, they broadcast the Sweden versus Australia game on, on Channel 7, which is a, a primetime free-to-air channel in Australia. Uh, which was quite big because it's one of the first or I think, yeah, the first um, time an eSports has been broadcast on a freeware TV channel, at least. Uh, They delayed the game an hour and a half. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Which was pretty annoying because we got there at... um, I got there at fuck nine. Nine thirty in the morning. um, 10 o'clock games, which didn't start till 11.30. Yeah. Uh, And then they fucked that up anyway, it sounds like. Uh, hmm. during the broadcast they kept cutting to commercial breaks right like in the middle of a game <laughs> during important points of matches cool and from what I understand they did not show the last game um, like that was happening what? so they like cut it off what yeah amazing amazing uh, is there somewhere you can sh- like watch that on Channel 7, like, on Twitter and see what how they were getting responses and stuff? I went to their mentions during, um, after the game and saw some people complaining about, like, oh, we're, go- we're doing ads now. And, oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, they were complaining about how they cut off the last match and didn't show it. So, like, you- and that's your problem, right? You've got to, you're competing with audiences that are able to watch this on the internet. Um, and they, they didn't cater... Or at least the tournament didn't cater for this happening because we only found out what two days before. Yeah, this was like going ahead, and uh, like sports like the NBA have they cater to ad breaks. They've got TV timeouts in there. Like teams are forced to take timeouts at certain stages during the game so that they can run ads. Um, and when you've got a game like this, it runs for an hour and a half, and there's not a lot of break time in between. Uh, t- the TV is going to have to make money somehow and go to commercials and there's just not a, a good way to do it at the moment or they haven't planned it properly so yep. that was quite um, disappointing to hear at least so you know the first big event being broadcast in Australia and 
it was done extremely poorly. Yeah. It sucks. So, like, why would you ever watch that again if it was done so bad? Uh, why not just watch it on Twitch or watch yeah. it on YouTube or whatever streaming service they're showing it on? It's um, It just goes to show you that there's other avenues that are doing a lot better. I guess this is that like that's how that's how they're continuing to fuck this shit up, right? Like that is how hmm. like mainstream media is continuing to like fucking fuck themselves up. Like ruin their own fucking efforts as opposed to anyone else doing anything to them. It's not like millennials are killing fucking Yeah, what, because millennials have found a way to watch games however the fuck they want and you refuse to fucking do anything to like yeah accommodate like what like that's not on them it's not on them to for not fucking putting up with your bullshit right like that's crazy but yeah they like they they want they want it all they want a slice of the fucking esports pie and they still want to do the same old bullshit that they've been doing fucking yonks it's just bananas it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I thought the setup was really cool. Yeah. Um, really awesome turnout. Everybody was super friendly, it sounds like. They were cheering for every team from yeah. what I understand. Yep. Uh, which is what you want to see. Um, the thing you brought up about the Swedish player that got some shit on Twitter, I don't agree with at all. Uh, I don't think he was overreacting or being like disrespectful towards anybody in the crowd or to the other team i um i just think he was amped (laughs) like i don't know i don't know where that hate came from but i don't agree with it at all no right like i I thought that was so stupid and like the idea that he was forced to apologize really bummed me out i think whoever forced him to apologize if it was someone on blizzard's end then that shouldn't have happened at all absolutely and yeah like it's just like at some point right like what what fucking choice does he have like he is always going to be a villain Hmm. he is in australia actively attempting to ruin australian hopes and dreams like of course he's a fucking villain so yeah like jesus christ anyone who's is oh man fuck I just I'm mad about that shit. Like it's crazy. Yeah. He, he was just he was just really fucking hyped up and having fun. And yeah, having fun with being a villain or whatever the fuck. Uh, stupid shit. Stupid. Yeah. Um so yeah, anyone who complained about it is on Australia I was like I was uh G'd up at his antics. Uh, like, I'm like, oh, sit the fuck down. Or like when Australia won, I'm like, oh, you're not standing up now. Oh, you can't. <laughs> but, um, like, that's just, it's but like to when make him you. apologize is just stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, it'd be like, to me, it'd be like getting mad that fucking a heel in the wrestling bashed up your favorite wrestler or something. Uh, like getting, making making them apologize like that is what they're supposed to do like that's their job like fucking deal with it like and me yelling was just sort of playing along the way i play along with the fucking wrestling yeah like it's so much more fun if you get into the spirit of the fucking competition whatever competition it is so yeah i was just 
getting into it. He's getting into it. Fucking everyone should be getting into it, not fucking whining. Anyway, yeah. Uh, it was a good weekend. Like that bit was barely a blip, I think, um, and it was just a disappointment that he had to fucking apologize. Yeah, the um, I quite like the venue. You know, being in actual Sydney, Sydney qualifier makes sense, not the Homebush qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was something. It was an interesting uh, approach to the situation. Um, um, yeah. yeah, it was good. Anyway, we should move on. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, but uh, so Australia will be going on to play, I think, France at BlizzCon, um, which is a single elimination tournament. I still don't. I think that's horseshit. I it's, agree, it's especially, especially if they can't bring 16 teams, because I think fucking Japan earned their fucking place in the World Cup with their play throughout the fucking weekend. They fucking they earned it. They played like world class a world-class team. So they earned a spot. If they can't get there, then at least do fucking a real tournament with double elimination for fuck's sake. Yeah. So, I mean, I talk I talk about Dota a lot, but what they do is during their group stages, um, they have a wild card round. So the runners-up get to go into a, a match together and then they all play. So that oh, yeah. in this case, if Australia would have lost or um, who are the two losers on this side? Sweden, sorry, Finland and no. On ours, Italy and Portugal. Um, no, not those ones. The the semifinal runner-up. Oh, um, it was Japan and Spain. Spain. Yeah. So they would go into a new pool and play all yep. the losers of the other groups, and and then the two best or the best from that group would then go on the next part, which I think is a really good way to do it. Yeah. And okay. then no more single elimination. That's terrible. No one should yeah. do that ever. No. No, see, well, yeah, single, single, single elimination is crazy. I mean, it, yeah, there's, yeah, at least it's not best at one single elimination, which is, yeah, would be terrible. Yeah, far worse, but still. All right, what else should we talk about? Then we got a lot of stuff here. All right, pick one. Persona Five. Why have you been playing this? Are you a secret weeb? Is this? <laughs> Is this I, it? I mentioned last week that um, you bought it. I, you're I bought a huge it. Wee, but yeah. I was waiting for it. Um, because everybody kept saying it was really good, so I uh, I got that. It arrived yesterday, and I've been playing a little bit. I'm about six hours in. It's a Japanese role playing game that is super weird. Mm. Um, it's you, you're basically a school kid who has been sent away from his um where he used to live and he's gone to a new school because he was uh he got in some sort of disagreement and he was wrongly ac- accused um of assault and then they've kind of shipped him away and whatnot to this other area um and he gets to this school and all this weird shit starts happening he starts like at one point <laughs> i don't really know what's going on it's fucking bongers but he's in some sort of other dimension at one stage and there's all this crazy things going on with people that are in the real world versus to this other alternate reality and um there's like monsters that you fight and all this sort of stuff but it's it's got a lot of social aspects to the game like talking to people and and uh meeting friends and going around to different areas that sort of stuff so i don't really know what's going on at the moment other than it is very handholdy <laughs> um yep. you go pay- basically from day to day completing tasks uh, you've got like a series of objectives you need to do. Very extremely story driven so far. Um, pretty much all story. Uh, I've had it 
a very small amount of fights, maybe six, seven fights that I've gone to. Um, and they're like turn-based, uh, turn-based like classic Final Fantasy type fights where you're given attack abilities, there's spells, um, there's like party members, that sort of stuff. Not the current type of Final Fantasy where it's all action. Uh, you kind of like move around that sort of thing. Very old school, which is, okay. I, I don't know, I appreciate those types of, always had fun with those types of games. Um, so yeah, I, I'm very like just into the game. I don't really know what's going on other than shit is bonkers, but it's really interesting I'm finding so far. I'm pretty engaged in the story and what's going on. Um, but I don't think I'm far enough to understand like what is really, like what's really going on. So yeah, other than that, I think the art style is really, really, really good. Um, it's very stylistic. It's, it does some really cool things with, um, like the menus and, uh, when you're fighting and just everything looks really nice. So I appreciate that. that. Um, the, what else is there that's really cool? I don't know. Right. It just, it just seems like it's got a lot of things going for it. Like it's like doing different things that are really interesting. Um, like with the going between different realities is like this day night or evening cycle, like all these different times of the day that you go through, there's like calendars that are going on. So you, you're venturing, it's supposed to take place over like half a year or something like that. Um, uh-huh. So it's, you're progressing through days each time. It seems like you get a job at one stage because there's some sort of job system in there that I can tell. Um, there's like leveling up mechanics. There's these different personas that you can get, which are kind of like your, when you go into the alternate rela- reality, you have this like big bad psyche thing that causes you to unleash all these powers and whatnot. And that's kind of what helps you attack things. So mm. yeah, it's just, it's a really crazy bonkers game. Like a, a, one of those Japanese games that you expect to find, like this is pretty fucking nuts. Um, that's what it seems to be, but I'm, I'm actually enjoying it so far. So it, it's different. It's I've not played a game like this in a while. So I don't know, man. I just feel like I need more time with it to kind of get an understanding of what's going on in the story because I've never played one of these games before and all I've heard is really, really good things about this one. So I'm keen to keep playing it and seeing what else it's got to offer because um, I'm enjoying it so far. So yeah, cool. I will keep everyone updated as to what the hell is going on in that game because I'm sure it's it's quite long from what I've heard uh, which doesn't help because I started playing Fallout 4 again apparently I didn't have enough uh, yeah. time what? what yeah okay <laughs> uh, remember last week I was talking about Darksiders 3 uh, sorry 2 and I said oh I'm pretty close again I think I've got about half an hour sorry an hour and a half left yeah uh, turns out I had about five minutes left <laughs> and okay. uh, I was literally at the giant door to fight the last last boss and I, I jumped in and killed that guy in one go and the credits rolled. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm done with that game. Uh, so I, I fired up Fallout 4 and because um, I think I said last week that I, I never actually finished it. I put about 35, 40 hours into it and I remember having a really good time, but it came out again during one of those moments where there was a lot of things going on and it was, I was having a lot of bugs with it at that stage because it's a Fallout game or yep. a Bethesda game. Um, they actually fixed some of those bugs but man is there still a lot of janky shit happening in this one sure. uh, I don't know sense. if you remember but the game engine is tied to your frame rate <laughs> that causes a lot of issues I did not remember that right yeah um, 
that was a problem I was having back in the day with the terminals. And there's a lot of terminals in the game. Whenever you would get onto one, my game would... Uh, it wouldn't lock up, but I wouldn't be able to leave the terminal. So I'd be stuck on there. So right. every time I went to go use one, I would have to do a quick save and then jump on and see if it would fuck up on me. And that was because it was like getting me stuck because the frame rate was going so high that I would be like getting stuck into the object or something like that. That's what I think was going on. But they ended up patching that, fixing it. But uh, a lot of the other things in the game haven't been patched. So there's still no limit on how many frames you can get in the game. So when I go into a pick locking situation, my frames jump to like 2000 and it is extremely fast. I can't pick locks very well. (laughs) <laughs> like when you try and pick it it just goes straight away like as it's trying to break um, you don't kind of get that leniency of being able to determine where that sweet spot is bit bit annoying going through quite a lot of bobby pins um, and I looked at a bunch of discussion threads about how to fix that it turns out you've got to do a bunch of tweaking with like your NVIDIA graphic settings and like limit certain thresholds within the like other applications to get it to go properly but it only seems to work sometimes sometimes it's all right sometimes it just doesn't want to play at all um and the other thing is if i'm say in an underground bunker or somewhere where there's not like much happening my frame rate will go quite high and your speed's tied to that so i start moving a lot quicker um and that can be quite disjointed because all of a sudden i'm running extremely fast or being able to look around extremely fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, that game, they need a new engine. Or uh, they need to do something with that. That's super annoying. Um, that some of these bugs are still around for like three years, two years after it's been released. Kind of a bit sucky. But otherwise, like aside from those small things, um, yeah, really digging it. Uh, I'm having fun just jumping back in and exploring. Just going around and seeing like what's around and... There are places I've been to at the moment where I did not explore before. So I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Because um, cool. it's such a huge world and there's a lot of cool things going on. I think the menus are still shithouse. They they suck. Yeah. Just managing stuff is terrible. Bethesda game. Yeah, Bethesda game. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. It's, it's cool to jump in and just play a bit of that. So that's cool. Um, Destiny 2, I didn't. I put that on here. I've not played it, but you haven't either. Uh, no. <laughs> We've heard about it though. We have. We've heard. We haven't heard good it. things about it at all from anybody. No, not really. Um, yeah, it just sounds like more of the same uh, and as bad as it ever was. Oh, except they've made some minor changes that have like made it. I don't know. Apparently, they're focusing on like esports. The competitive side of it, yeah. Yeah, and so all the changes apparently are designed to, Hmm. like, yeah, amp up the esports element of it, which, I mean, it's never going to be an esport. It's fucking, it's a peer-to-peer fucking, like, shooter with, like, stats-based games and, yeah, like... It's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, what was curious was that some of the people I talked to were actually, like, really enjoyed the original Destiny. 
and the the sort of going thing at the moment is that it's yeah it's it's pretty much just more of that it's more like a destiny 1.5 yeah it it doesn't really feel like a a new game and kind of confused as to why this is a separate game sort of thing um anyway i just i wasn't sure you played it yet so i think that's no i watched some streams and it looks like the the fucking enemies look like fucking bullet sponges i'm like I'm not even going to fucking download it, to be honest. Uh, I I just, I can't even fucking bear to sit there and go through this world that clearly they've done nothing to make me give a fuck about it. Yeah. Oh, hmm. like hard pass. Please and thank you. All right. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Fortnite then. That, that's a game that's been in development for freaking ages. Eh? I feel like I heard of this game a good five years ago, maybe. Something like that, yeah. It's been around for fucking yonks. Cliffy B, right, was involved at one point, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, he was. It was first introduced, <laughs> holy shit, at the uh, 2011 Spike VGA Awards. 2011? Cliffy B. Cliff Blazinski. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Okay, fair enough. Um but it's a game. It's a, it's it's a thing. Like it's playable. We've played it. It's real. Yeah, yep. it's actually here. It's um, an interesting game, man. It's really weird. Like there's things about it I really like, and then there's yeah. things about it I'm like, that's <laughs> I don't understand what's going Why? on. Why? Yeah. Why? Jeez. Come mm-hmm. on. Why? Um. Yeah, man. It's. I don't know, man. I worry. I worry that it is just uh, not yeah. for me yeah so it's a um to explain what it is it's a a team-based i guess it can be team-based um like a tower defense horde mode or a horde game yeah is that how you describe it yeah that's basically it. i mean yeah tower defense horde yeah that's like that's i mean that yeah that'd be my elevated pitch i guess there was a game that jung used to fucking love yeah that that was what I thought it was going to be one hundred percent like. Like, um, was it called like Orcs Must Die? Is that the one I'm thinking? Oh of? yeah, yeah, I used to play that. Yeah, that's what I thought this would be like. That's what like that's what the pitch always was to me. Like, it's but you very were building similar. a base and shit. Yeah, it's very very similar at a superficial level. Hmm. Mm, it's the same ideas. And then, yeah, but, but then. Some other shit. It's, that it's got like survival elements with like crafting and going out and looking for stuff and weird side quests and base building and uh, inventory management and <laughs> yeah. uh, schematics, survivors and loot llamas and uh, classes that don't really mean anything and quests and. Yeah, systems on systems on systems on systems, but the end for me is basically the game, right? Like, yeah, once you like dig through all that, you slog through all that shit, you get down to what is yeah, basically this orcs must die type game. Yeah, and for for me, I think that I'm super impressed with all the system stuff, like all the things around the bits that aren't the game, I think are really well done. And there's a lot of cool stuff there. Like if you had all these systems and all these bits and pieces around a different game that was, 
<laughs> like, if you had all that stuff around PUBG, for example, mm. that'd be sick. Like, it'd be awesome. There's a lot of cool stuff going on there. But I, I feel like the actual gameplay and what's going on in that game, um, it's interesting. But the way they've done it at the moment, I'm not having as much fun as what I feel like I could be having. Um, it feels like it's way too easy to start with. And I'm not getting the building aspect like part of it yet for me it's just a shooter because i i think it's just too easy maybe it, they're tied together those two things like the whole point of the game is to like build all these traps and and like mazes so that these the horde can kind of get to your base and they're trying to destroy something that's in your base or whatever it is you try to protect uh, yep. but the things that you're going out into the world and uh like acquiring either the materials and weapons and all that sort of stuff to kind of build your base you're not really using any of that stuff at the moment like i've played we've played a bunch of it and just yeah hours of it i I don't get why we're doing that stuff because we're just shooting stuff we're just just shooting things the entire time like so i did it all i did all this stuff before you guys got in and then i had to go through and do it again and by the time we got to the third round of doing some of this base defense shit we we're not even building fucking walls. We're yeah. just like we'll just fucking shoot them before they get here. Well, we were standing in their spawn. Yeah, we were sta- yeah standing at their spawn with fucking pitchforks, swiping at them as they fucking spawned in, and they just die. Yeah, um, we didn't even have machine guns. It was just pitchforks. No. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, it's just like it's way too easy. Uh, like I don't agree that the systems around it are all that good either. Some of them are. Literally, like, clearly just there to pad out their fucking loot system. They're fucking... So, you can buy llamas. You buy these llamas. You smash the llamas. You get more loot. (laughs) Yeah, they're basically chests or packs or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They're they're acquisition... Like, you get items out of them. Because at at its core... Oh, so good. When you hit it and it turns silver. Oh. And then you hit it a second time and it turns gold. Oh, how good is it? Goes gold, I think baby. it's a cool effect. Uh, it is a cool effect, but I don't give a fuck about that. It's clearly <laughs> there for the free-to-play stuff. So, yeah. inevitably, this game is going to be free-to-play. Um, yeah. But at the moment, it, you have to pay to get in, which is not great. It's pretty expensive. Uh, I wouldn't pay for it. Um, I wish I could have told you guys that earlier, but I couldn't have known, to be honest. Um, yeah. It's got all this stuff. Like, yeah, you collect these survivors and stuff. All this stuff is just there to pad out their pinatas so that you've got more stuff to actually get in these loot boxes because otherwise you'd just be churning through these these like schematics for guns really quick Mm -hmm. and so if they dump in a bunch of survivors that you can get they can like sort of drip feed you other stuff really slowly and that way you won't you know you, you don't realize the emperor's got new clothes until he's already in your bed Yep. Um, yeah, that's so. That's how I feel about that. And the fucking tutorials. I think we're still in tutorials. I played this game for seven hours, and I'm still doing fucking tutorials. I know how to fucking play over it. Like, just fuck. Like, give me a fucking. I, th- I think we just got out of tutorials. Really? I think we just because like it's, it's gone to the point where we can select things on the map now. Yeah. To um play. 
we can do yeah missions in our uh, of our own sort of but there are still there's still stuff i don't really understand like fucking what am i doing with all those survivors and stuff like that it sort of told me to do these things it didn't tell me why or how it would help me or anything like that like it's not like they're living in my fucking home base or anything they're just they're cards to me they're just things that are collect collectibles they're like yeah they don't fucking boost up it's not i'm not building a city or a town or some shit for them to support they're just fucking there i just fucking collect them they bring nothing to the table Mm -hmm. and that's yeah i don't know man this i've got huge problems with this game the way that they're attempting to monetize it is just ridiculous it's like they're just fucking it as hard as they fucking can as quickly as possible by trying to like really hammer in on this free-to-play shit just doesn't make sense yeah and the thing about that is that you get uh we're we're not really big fans of it but you get items from those llamas that actually affect your gameplay yeah they're not cosmetic items they're weapons and traps so the more money you spend yeah in theory the better things you get yeah it's pay to win yeah which it's not yeah at the moment you buy into it but it will it will be at once well it is at the moment but when it does become free to play that'll be the the thing like how much money are people going to be throwing into this thing um yeah it's not uh, i don't know man (laughs) it's weird it's super strange yep Mm. i don't i'm hoping it gets harder or something triggers right that it's like at least challenging because it's not challenging at all right i think like going out and it's it's a pretty interesting looking game it's got a cool art style to it um like all that stuff seemed interesting when i was playing it but it's gotten to the point where it's like yeah i'm just we're just kind of shooting at shit now the traps aren't really doing anything because they're not getting to the traps uh yeah i i wish there was a difficulty meter or something you'd be like all right make it more challenging and then give me more shit if i do that correctly yeah like hmm. yeah I don't, I don't know i don't know how else Ah oh, man they just fucking need to do something right like anything at all to make it harder yeah it feels like there's not enough enemies throwing at you that's it yeah yeah that's 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 what i kept i think i kept saying i'm like this would still not be too difficult if there were three times as many enemies and like numerous times i was like straight up running out of ammo uh just like from headshots non-stop headshots like one-shot kills uh running out of ammo like hundreds of bullets so i'm getting hundreds of kills running out of ammo i'm like yeah even if there were three times as many i would not i still wouldn't feel fucking challenged it's like just ridiculously simplistic and i don't think they ever really do go that many more to be honest uh i know that it scales up in difficulty eventually but they just get more damage resistance and more uh health so you just need better weapons basically which means you need to buy loot crates which means you pay to win yep yeah all right Anything else to say about that one? No. 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 
I'll probably I'll probably play it a little bit more just to see if there is you know maybe we've finally made it to the other side and everything's fucking different and it'd yeah. be a shame to bail right now but because we're at the point where we were looking last night that uh, you can choose um, like where to go now like it's not just a do this mission um, you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go and there are dif- different difficulty meters on the missions but. Are they actually going to be harder? <laughs> we, we, we're not really sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, we were sort of, like, umming and ahhing at whether or not we should do, um, like, one of the harder missions because our levels don't seem to be, uh, like, appropriate for it. Hmm. But I think we should just do something that is way above our level just yep. to see if it actually gets rough. Hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. Should we talk about Wolfenstein? Totally. Right, can we so, talk? Is, is the embargo up for that? Embargo is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So I can put this up tomorrow. Yes. Fair um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wolfenstein. It's so we did like the first mission, the initial start of the game, and we did a mission a little bit further in. Um, so the first mission is, I think, we've sort of seen parts of it in the trailers and stuff. Okay. Um, BJ's in a wheelchair. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. And so you got to wheel around this submarine, uh, which is surprisingly wheelchair friendly. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, uh, no stairs. Uh, like a few stairs, uh, but not so many stairs. Um, there are other, like, basically alternative routes to take um but yeah i don't know it's more wolfenstein i didn't really feel like they were bringing anything particularly new to the table uh i didn't feel like there was anything unexpected it was just more of a game than i liked previously uh it was balls hard um made harder still because there was input lag and i had to play on controller so input lag while playing on controller is a few layers of complexity more than I would prefer, to be honest. Um, it will be fixed. Uh, they swore that it would be fixed, that there wouldn't be an input lag in the uh, end game. They just sort of, it was like that, um, you know, uh, in the code that they'd acquired. Uh, but they were fixing like they were fixing it even as we spoke. Um, so yeah, won't have input lag later on down the train uh, track. But uh, yeah, it did when I played it, and it was that made it very fucking difficult. It also, does the thing that the first game used to do that drove me fucking nuts, which is uh, you can only pick shit up if you're actually looking at it, and there's nothing covering it, and so you find a lot of health in crates. You smash a crate, and if wooden debris uh, happens to fall on where you're trying to pick it up, then uh, you can't pick it up until you've cleared that debris, which I, you know, I get, like, you know, you're like, oh, who fucking cares, Joe? Like, it's just a bit of debris. Like, deal with it. Uh, yeah, fine. Until, like, I'm in the middle of a fucking battle. I'm down to 15 fucking health. All my armor's gone. I'm, I've seen a crate. I've fucking sprayed into it. There's a, 
full health pack in there. I'm like, oh my god, save! And I run up to it, and then I have to fucking stare at the fucking thing for fucking ten seconds trying to pick up this fucking health pack because there's debris in the fucking way. And it's not like you can actively just move debris. You just have to find an angle where you're not looking at the debris. That's fucking dumb. Why is that a fucking problem? Just fucking remove, like, Jesus Christ. Why do I have to pick up a fuck? Just let me fucking walk over it. I don't understand. Like, why is everyone in love with, oh, you got to pick up the health packs? That's fucking stupid. Just let me fucking move into them. Like, why Why is that a fucking preferred way to go about fucking using health? Why is that, like, what does that add to my game? I, don't, I didn't understand it in the original Wolfenstein reboot, and I don't, don't understand it here either. Like, just fuck. Let me fucking pick it up by walking over it. If, if you're not going to, like, I, yeah, like, it's fucking awesome that I'm not naturally regenerating health. In fact, while you're uh, in the wheelchair, you naturally lose health until you're down to 50 because he's hurt, huh. um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I get that you're not doing regenerating health. I'm okay with that. But Jesus fucking Christ, this, oh, yeah, you got to look at it and actively pick it up. Shit, it has got to go. I don't, I just don't understand what it brings what what am I getting out of this? Just f- somebody fucking tell me. I'm begging you. Like, what is the gameplay like? Uh, benefit? What like how is it benefiting? I yeah, I've got no no idea. Um, yeah, ridiculous. Um, it drives me bananas. Anyway, so that was driving me nuts. Um, huge levels, like massive, seemingly massive levels, like just sort of going. Uh, like through these these spaces and you know it felt like some real old school uh nazi hunting shit which was cool um it's got that mix of sci-fi stuff that uh i think they've nailed like they've really come to nail uh that you know those lasers and that the sound effects and the lighting effects and all that kind of stuff they do a really good job with it um the there, like, there's this weapon that you can shoot that sort of disintegrates shit. And I shot it and disintegrated a crate that was next to me. And um, there were other crates inside. So I was able to get, like, stuff, extra stuff while I was in there, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. Um, so did you get out of the wheelchair at all? Yeah, eventually you get out of the wheelchair. Yeah, okay. Uh, Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, this, the second level we got to play was set in this in Roswell, New Mexico. Oh. Um, and because uh, the Nazis won the war, hmm. uh, uh, and so you're in a in a um, Nazi controlled Roswell, and so yeah, it's like this skewed. It's like the Man in the High Castle, the skewed version of American where. Um, you know, there's this clash of Nazi versus uh, American patriotism and it's like they give you an opportunity to sort of walk around the town for a bit and experience the culture shock. Uh, and, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a well-done sort of thing, um, like element. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's about it. That's all I got. Did you enjoy it? Or it was just like, yeah, more of the same. 
Um, yeah, it was more of the same. I, I enjoyed it. It was, it like it was. I had to see. I had to like penetrate the fucking um the parts I didn't like, which was the, like well, I had to penetrate. I had to get past the fucking control issues I was having mm-hmm. uh, to see a game that I was actually enjoying. But the loop. Uh, it, it's not like it didn't fall into the doom trap of forcing me to, um, kill everyone or forcing me to just like wipe out a room, um, or run backwards over health or anything like that. It didn't feel like that. It felt like I even felt at one, like at a few points, like I could actually just sort of sneak past all this shit, uh, all the, all the stuff and just like go straight to my mission without even killing any Nazis. Although God forbid, I don't know why I'd want to do that. So I killed a lot of Nazis. Um, yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it more than doom. Um, and yeah, that's about it. All right. And that's, uh, that's come out like soon. It is coming out soon. Um, I think October. Yeah, I think you are correct. October. Wolfenstein 2, October 27th. So, yep. not too long away. All right, we'll check out that one soon. Um, what else is here? Oh, that's it. The PUBG, The Chicken Hour. Uh, the Chicken Hour, baby. Uh, you had much chicken this week? So much chicken. Actually, quite, quite a lot. <laughs> Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a fair bit of chicken. I had, I had my chicken meals, uh, not as much as you, I believe, but still. Um, after the mini golf on what, what day was it? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. No, yeah. Friday. Friday. Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got home and had a game, and uh, after a couple of drinks, and ended up winning that one. It was quite amusing. Um, and then I think you messaged me in the morning. Yep. At stupid o'clock. Uh, I think it was 11 a.m. All right. Well, some reasonable hour. Yes. Go on. Some reasonable hour. Um, yeah. And we jumped on and we played that game and I ended up winning that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we won. A, did we win a back to back or did I play a solo? And win a uh, no, you, you played a solo and then we won a back to back. That was uh, yesterday. No, I won three that, that day, three straight. So I won the one at night and then I must have won a duos with someone else. That's right. And then someone else jumped in. Must have been you. Oh, no. Yeah. We got the duo and then we got the squad win. Oh, okay. Night, right? Yeah. 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 So I got the back to back and you got the back to back to back. Yep. Yep. That's yep. what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah, I said, oh, that's my first back to back. And then I realized that, oh, actually, I won the game before that as well. <laughs> so yeah that was cool um what else is there being far out we, we had pretty good games yesterday me you and Nate we played three during lunchtime and um although we only got I think we got one win out of that lot the other two games were still really good we had like stupid amounts and kills in all those games yeah definitely been going more aggro recently and it's it's been going well. I've had like a shift in um, in perspective, I think, because uh, I know you've always been uh, pro aggro. Yeah, uh, I've always been a little bit more reserved. 
uh, in my philosophy with the game. Uh, but I had this shift. Uh, I noticed that more and more, if I would if I would pick us a, a group of houses to go to. And then I would say, we're going to go here. Uh, we're going to bust in no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, if, if I'd say that and uh, we would go there, even if there were people inside, we'd bust into that house and we'd murder everyone inside and we would fucking hold that house. Uh, and it happened. This happened like multiple times. And I, like, it was, uh, I noticed, I also noticed though, if we got waylaid along the way, everyone would be far more ready for combat and as opposed to if we was sort of meandering about every time we get like ambushed while we're just farting about in a fucking car nobody's ready for combat when we get ambushed and we die uh which drives me fucking bonkers because i like i i when i'm playing i'm like fucking non-stop at 100 except when i (laughs) hide in a fucking toilet to go to the bathroom in real life i am like playing i'm 100 percent all of the fucking time i'm like jesus christ i'm about to die i could die at any second oh fuck oh fuck uh not everyone plays at that level of intensity but i've found that if i am commanding us to be more aggro everyone is more on point with shit and so yeah as, as a result i've learned to embrace your aggro style of game uh and so i'm not saying that um that I've been directing us to our wins. I'm saying that because we're all playing more aggro, we've been getting a lot more kills and getting a lot more, well, not more wins, but uh, into situations where we have more opportunities for wins. Yeah. 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 Well, like we played that, um, that the one we won yesterday, uh, where we started in like Roshock. Yep. And we murdered a bunch of people there. (laughs) Yeah. Killed the squad. Was it one squad? Two squads. I think it was two. Two squads. And then moved over to the compound to the east. Yep. Uh, the Easter, Easter Roshock compound. Uh, we were fine about in there for way too long, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was no car. So I went and got a bike. Uh, you guys didn't want to move because we're in the circle. But uh, I went and got a bike anyway. And uh, as, we, as we were all... Well, as I was waiting for you guys to get on the fucking bike. Um, yeah, we started getting shot while we're like in the middle. And which I just fucking took off. <laughs> I took off and you guys started shooting back. Yeah. And you fucking pinged Nate in the back of the brain, right? Yeah. So you, you've turned the corner or you've turned to go like left. Yeah. And for some reason, Nate, I'm in like the passenger seat on the little sidecar. And Nate's like bear hugging you. Um but when you've turned, his body has like clipped through mine and I must have shot him somehow. <laughs> um, so yeah, he goes down to friendly fire. We stop the car. I jump out, you jump out. Yep. And I think I knocked down the guy that's uh, like trying to kill us. So we kill him and we get- No, him. no, no. He thought we'd left, right? Remember? He thought, so he came running out of the fucking, out, like just out of the gate. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. He just comes fucking sauntering out of the gate like nothing was wrong. Yeah. Uh, and we're like hiding up against this wall. You guys, you're getting Nate back up after you'd attempted to murder him. And I cut him down. I cut this dude who just comes running out with. That's right. Uh, down. It's fucking amazing. Uh, it was a, yeah, it's a surprise, no mm. doubts. Um, yeah. Because what happened was once we got back on the bike, you had to turn again. And that's when I noticed the clipping. I was like, oh, I see what's going uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then we went to like the middle of the map, uh, which was a barn, which are my favorite places to go. I think it's the most defensible building in the game. Um, so we jumped into the barn yep. and we just got lucky with circles. We got very lucky with circles. Yeah. But, but like- we also killed like, holy shit, so many people. We went huge to that cave. Well, we got to that barn. We went in. This is like exactly what I'm talking about, though. We went in at like 100. We were operating at 100. We fucking bust in, bust through. Like, I, I think a car had literally just showed up just before we got there. So we murdered them. Uh, and then another car showed up just after we finished murdering those dudes, which if we hadn't been like hyper aggro we would have gotten caught in like from the guys rolling up behind us hmm. uh and we murdered them as they come come in from behind as well and fucking dudes up on the hill we killed them as well fucking jesus christ it was amazing we were killing everyone everywhere and you got down by a grenade right yeah we had to leave the uh the barn um yep. and uh there was like a roof on top of it this one the, yeah, there was roof access. It was like, it, it's in the middle of the map. It's got these blue buildings around it. And uh, there was, it's like, instead of being a barn top, it's got this little uh, door that you can go out and onto yeah. the roof and go wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got this giant concrete barrier up there. And, and you were up there like pointing out where people were. And I had a AK. No, I had a, what I have? A rifle. Um, yeah. Yeah. With an eight time scope on it. So I go up there, I'm like, I can just fucking ping everybody up here. Um, and I, I'm trying to shoot people and I'm like, it's not fucking hitting them. And I'd zoom back out and I'd realize that it was hitting like the concrete. Uh, it was like at the perfect height where you can't shoot anybody over that. You'd yep. have to go right up to it. And then I still don't think you'd shoot it. I was pretty far back. Um, I was basically shooting from the door and was not hitting them at all. So I stayed up there. You guys went and secured the house next door. Yep. And the people that were coming from the north over the hill um, knew that I was up there. So, they started, like, pinging grenades at me and all sorts of stuff. So, mm. I'd shoot back at them. Um, and eventually, the circle got in. Uh, so, I had to run from that barn off the top of the roof and then into your building. And that's when somebody lobbed a grenade through, like, this tiny window. And yeah. And it somehow... I didn't even see it go through, but it got me. Yeah. To be 100% honest... <laughs> It was a spectacular throw, like really well done. And uh, yeah, they managed to to nail you, but you crawled, crawled out of the, the way and they yeah. come back, you back up and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. And then he comes like running around one of the windows and we shoot him. Uh, and then this circle is like, all right, it's going to end up in the middle of the field. Like after all this fighting, uh, it's just going to be like a field fight. So we run out the door. I think there's like, well, two guys left. Yep. <laughs> we know there's one guy around the, like behind the building. And I think maybe you, you got him. I can't remember who got him, but yeah, someone's like run down around the corner to get him. He gets shot and we're running towards the middle of this field. And I'm like, oh, is that a, I can see a body like lying in the field. And I'm not sure if it's a dead person or if it's actual, like the guy we need to kill. So I just put two shots into it and it comes up and says like, you win. I'm like, oh, okay. It was who we're supposed to kill. So it was good. And none yeah. of us died. None of us died. Uh, despite your best efforts. Of killing Nate. <laughs> yeah. Fire. 
Uh huh. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't die when he dropped off the bike because I was I literally just gunned it to like I just started shift driving it. So we well, only just got on the bike. It's true. Yeah. Um, but I've had like a lot of big games the last couple of days. Like, uh, we played a game before and got like seven kills or something like that, seven or eight kills. I, I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. In duos, yeah. at least it was duos, right? Yeah, seven or eight each. Like, it is... Yeah. It's getting up there. Yeah. Um, but also, we're playing during Scrapple Clock as well, so that kind of helps. Also true. Also yeah. true. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, new patch, which we'll talk about in the news, which we can do right now, right? Unless you want to say anything else about it. Uh, not really. Yeah. No? Let's bust straight in. Straight new to the patch. news. New patch coming out tomorrow, mm. which... Um, uh, will not be the monthly patch. It'll be just a weekly patch because they've delayed it due to a uh, a bug that they're having. Mm. So this will be just like your standard bug fix patch. And then next week will be the content patch. Um, but alongside that, they've announced the Player Unknown Battlegrounds Invitational, which will be in collaboration with ESL. And that'll be held at Gamescom in uh, Germany. Yeah. We're going to do this. We're going to have a fight right now. Uh, sure. What are we PUBG, talking about? esports. Yeah. It's not an esport. How do they do an esport? How do they do it so that I'm actually engaged? How do they do it so I'm actually watching and invested in what's going on? How can we fucking look at Overwatch and be all like, oh, you can never tell what's going on, and then say, oh, yeah, well, I can totally follow what the fuck is going on in fucking PUBG. There's no way. Yeah, you can. How? It's Go. just shooting people, right? It's just shooting people, except, yeah, there's a hundred different fucking perspectives. Yeah, but you can still, like, they do that overview map where you can see where squads are kind of situated. And then you go into certain areas and you find out when people are shooting each other or whatnot. You can't obviously watch a hundred people at the same time, but you can get an idea of where fights are happening. Can you help? Well, you can watch player movements in that screen they show. It shows you where people are and where they're going. Yeah. You then know that, like, all right, well, there's probably- But you don't get to pick. You don't get to pick who you're watching. No, no. I know. That's why they've got observers and people that are, like, using the cameras. But, like, this this is what I'm saying. Yeah. How do you you direct it? How do you pick- How do you fucking follow one person from start to finish? How do you, like, how do you fit them all into one fucking house? uh, One building- how do you fit 100 fucking PCs? You can't. Yeah. So, what? You just never do, I guess? Well, I don't know. I guess we wait and see how they plan on doing it, this competition. What, do you think they've already solved it? Well, no. I don't, think, I don't think they've solved it, but they can still put on a competitive tournament and we'll see what happens with this one. I, th- and I thought the DreamHack one was quite watchable. I, I don't- enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I know you did, but you just like watching PUBG. This is what I'm talking about. You like PUBG. So this the same shit with fucking Overwatch. The casual person is never going to get into it. Well, I think it's much easier to watch than Overwatch, right? Because it's just people shooting at each other. It, it's There's not like crazy spells going off and, and that sort of thing. There's positioning it's involved. and Just people shooting each other, except you get attached to one player and then they get fucked by a circle and you have no idea why they're lost. No. You're like, oh, what? So he just got boned by RNG, I guess. Red zone. 
Yeah, he got red zoned to death. Cool. How? What a compelling fucking compelling way to die. What a compelling end to that fucking story. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's an esport right now, but it's at some stage. I think it could be. How? When they fix all these problems. But the they can't. They will. They'll they won't. We'll they never will. There's too many fucking players in the core game for it to be a proper competitive event. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We will see. We will see. We fucking will. When this thing makes a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Because they're doing cosmetics. Because they're doing concept- no, cosmetics. And <laughs> yeah. Which they- is nuts. Nickel and diming people. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really into this, to be honest. Uh, I don't have a problem with cosmetics. I do have a problem with uh, a introducing it now when they promised to not do any of this shit until after they left early access. But also b um, doing it in a way that actively exploits people. I, I don't like this sort of shit. I don't like it when they like it. If there are, if look, right, do crates, yeah, do crates all you fucking like, but don't give people booby prizes in their fucking crates. And booby prizes are duplicates. Uh, booby prizes are like, yeah, don't, don't fuck people. Just let people buy what they want. For fuck's sake, everyone's like, oh, you know, Dota, and CS:GO, do it. I don't like it in those games either. I don't know how many times I have to say this. I don't like this shit. No, they don't. Uh, do it. They, they. It's not like if you get a crate or a, it's a chest. If you open a chest, it eliminates what like is in that pool of cosmetic items. So you don't get duplicates unless you go through each one. Yeah, exactly. No, I meant that they do like RNG uh, abilities to acquire shit. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Dota already does it quite well. Uh, Although it is sort of encouraging people to spend more. Uh, yeah, no, you can get duplicates in these fucking chests. You can, like, sit there and spend $2.50 a key, UST, to buy a fucking key for one of these crates. And it's just uh, one item, isn't it? It's not an actual set, from what I've read. Yeah, yeah, it's just one item in a set. Uh, and, the, like, the other, like I, so I complained about it on Twitter, and I've copped quite a bit of shit. Like, oh, why don't you just not buy him, Job? Um... It's not about me. I play naked, okay? I play... My dude is wearing fucking tidy whities some boots, and a fucking holster, a pistol holster, because it's 50 fucking slots, so he can carry some shit. I don't wear any clothes. I don't give a fuck about this. It doesn't affect me at all. It will never change what my guy is wearing. But people get addicted to this shit they are creating a system that is actively adjacent to gambling to gambling behaviors and they're encouraging kids to get involved there's no fucking regulation that says they can't be 18 but they're basically playing fucking slot machines Hmm. that's what they're doing that's what annoys me about this is that what's going to happen is that gaming commissions are going to see this shit and they're going to come down real fucking hard on games sooner rather than later it's going to happen it's it's coming it is fucking coming and more the more games that do this the sooner they herald this shitstorm. So that's what annoys me most of all about this is that they are basically yeah, heralding some real bad shit for video games. Uh 
if if fantasy basketball, fantasy football can get pinged by American uh, like governing bodies as gambling, it is literally just a matter of time. It is happening sooner than you think, basically. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They've copped quite a bit of flack about this decision. On um, At least their community has spoken out pretty uh, vocal about this. The, um, the post on Reddit is like one of the top 10 posts of the year for in PUBG. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem like anybody on there is pretty happy about having... I guess these crates, even though the game's not out in early access and all that sort of stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe it's we'll see something else happen. Maybe they'll do a reversal. Who knows? I think, and this won't fix things, but it'll go, it'll make some steps in the right direction. I think they need to at least, first of all, allow people to purchase it with in-game currency. Uh, that is just a basic. It avoids a lot of the issues with uh, this exploitative behavior by allowing people to earn it just by playing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they need to get rid of duplicates. Yeah. I quit I quit Overwatch because of that shit because I felt like they were actively attempting to milk whales. And I'm like, I don't want any anything to do with this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got the fuck out, but yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a post on the Reddit forum, the Reddit thread about uh, how PlayerUnknown was saying that once they get full release, there probably won't be crates anymore. What? That's what he was saying. Like, there won't be free crates anymore. You know how you get free crates with your battle yeah. points? Yeah. It yeah. pro- sounds like they're trying to get rid of that. Right. So, okay. you'll have to buy cosmetics if you want yeah okay well that sucks um hmm. yeah I mean if, if you want them I guess it sucks yeah it's just yeah I don't I don't know why they're doing this I don't understand why they're and another thing that like they've been fucking up all over the place like if you've been following drama on uh on player on own battlegrounds uh yeah they've been cocking up all over the place they banned a dude for team killing because uh, dr disrespect this, nah not that one oh, he deserved one. he deserved to be banned yeah uh it wasn't like perma band or anything it was just yeah banned for uh like three three days 24 hours maybe i don't know mm-hmm. it was banned for a short while no they banned this other dude uh he had it on video there was someone uh, i saw this one yep yeah someone was uh like basically forced like forced him to team kill him because he was team like he was shooting them he was in the squad uh auto match made and uh yeah um yeah they they had to like the guy had to kill him and they banned him for it and yeah it's just i don't know that's that's just dumb the the responses to it were really fucking dumb as well they were like uh if you team kill ever, you will be banned. Um, okay, cool. Well then, hmm. fair enough. Um, yeah, they—I don't know—they've just been fucking up all over the place. The complaint, the argument that it's the money is for um, esports is um, horseshit to me. Mm-hmm. 
because I still don't know that it can be an esport. Why didn't yep. they establish it in the, as an esport before they try to fucking international this shit up? Um, yeah, and if they if oh you know oh we need the money so that we can a it's an invitational so it's for fucking streamers it's not fucking it's not a competitive tournament that's not esports it's a fucking uh for like friendly it's a fucking yeah it's a spec uh, exhibition match so fuck that bullshit Uh, throwing like three hundred fifty thousand dollars behind yeah and so some stream that what I'm supposed to be what keen that some streamer is going to earn fucking more than that. I don't give a fuck. They're not esports players. That's not supporting esports. That's supporting fucking streamers. First of all, second of all, um, yeah, they made fucking a hundred million bucks. All right, if they can, they're going to continue to brag about how many fucking copies they've sold, we can all do the maths on how much fucking money they've got. They made a hundred million bucks, so they can fuck off. They don't need more money to support esports. Uh, or more accurately, they don't need more money to support streamers. Uh, yeah, they can do it themselves. They can put up fucking as much as they fucking like, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Anyway, yeah. cool. Moving on. Uh, Ghost War is going to be a new mode in Ghost Recon Wildlands coming out quite soon. I think it's in beta at the moment. Mm. It'll be a 4v4 PvP. Um, using i guess in-game environments within the current map it's not gonna be the full map but it sounds like they're gonna be like isolated areas that you'll be able to verse people in um i don't know what do you reckon would you is this something you'd jump back into for i'll have a look for sure Uh, i liked our time with wildlands basically all i was ever looking for was more excuses to fuck about with the boys uh i just felt like it you know wasn't giving me enough opportunities to fuck about with the boys I don't know that the <laughs> network model exists in the game in a manner that will support this uh, pie in the sky dream, but I'll have a look. Uh, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could be really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the, the time we had with that, but it was one of those games where there's all like so many things to do, but a lot of the things to do were kind of samey. Yeah. Um, and I put a bunch of time into it. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, but uh, I get it. Like, I, I, it's it's cool. So, yeah. Uh, no, I'd be keen to jump back into play against other people and see how that multiplayer works. So, especially if you yeah. have a squad together and using all those commands and the environments they have in there are awesome. Like, all the jungle stuff and, um, you know, buildings and whatnot is, is really cool. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to see how that shit would go down, or like, yeah, over the course of the map and stuff, it'd be interesting. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not in the beta yet. I'll have to hit up Ubisoft and get them to hook me up. Yeah, yeah. especially if they're like big, like decent sized maps. That could take you a while to find each other. That'd be pretty, <laughs> pretty yeah. cool. Totally. Mm. Uh, next step, uh, make it a hundred players. Uh, you all get dumped in. As a plane flies over, uh, yeah. Genius. They were um, Ubisoft was asked about that during an investors meeting recently. Yeah, uh, someone brought up Play Unknown's Battlegrounds and, and that sort of stuff, and asked them if they had any plans to do anything like that. And they said, "Well, we don't really have any plans, but we've got we're considering. You know, we've got DLC options in games that we've got similar ideas with, and all that sort of stuff." So, mm. I don't know. we'll see. 
I would love to see a game like that on the uh, Wildlands engine. Looks, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd enjoy them to. It'd be cool if the PUBG engine like could handle the like draw distances and that sort of stuff on the mm. highest setting. That because at the moment, if you do that, you're playing it at disadvantage, right? Because you can see yep. more playing the game on low to medium. So there's no point having it that high, even though it looks pretty. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we do some questions? Let's do, do some we, questions. Do we have any questions? We do have some questions. Um, Drew writes in. Drew writes in. Uh, liked the chicken dinner show idea, but I would suggest chicken dinner and a show. I guess as a name. That's not a question, Drew, but it is a good title. Chicken <laughs> dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. It's a good play. Good play on words there, Drew. Um, you're not just a pretty face. Monkey Magic writes, after watching the 2017 Overwatch World Cup, I still prefer TF2 surf maps. Do you think this will ever become an option in Overwatch? TF2 surf maps, I presume, are identical to Counter-Strike surf maps. Any thoughts there, Luke? Do you know if they're the same thing? What does that mean? Did you never play any Counter-Strike surf maps? You know, there's maps where you'd start off sort of at the top of an area and you'd there'd be like these slanty uh, things that you'd slide all the way down and basically the challenge was to get to the end first. Uh, I think I've seen or videos just of this. get to the end half the time. I've um, never played them. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I don't think there will ever be any Overwatch uh, surf maps just because um, Blizzard don't let anyone else make maps so there won't be any community maps. Otherwise, they'd definitely beat them. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think they need more goofy stuff, eh? Like, they need more stuff that's outside of what you normally do. I guess they try some of that stuff with the brawls, um, but, like, their brawl system. Hmm. But that's all still sort of rigidly tied to the nature of the Overwatch maps themselves, because I guess for them, making a map is uh, a, a huge undertaking. Um, yeah. Whereas for, a, you know, if it were open to the community, we'd have thousands of fucking maps available, which would be awesome. And they could do the Counter-Strike thing. It was sometimes like, like rounding some of those maps up into packs and making them official and sort of going through and giving them the fucking once over to make sure that they're solid. And then, yeah. Anyway. And removing dust from the list. And then, thank God. Um <laughs> Miracle writes, that's silly. Obviously, they're going to make Overwatch cart maps. Oh, yeah, cart maps. Um, that, not a question, but um, I don't think they would do that. Why the fuck would they? That's crazy. Um, Monkey Magic writes, to follow up on my previous question, instead of having the pre-match muck about waiting for people, why not have surf maps? Oh, you're fucking stuck on surf maps, Monkey Magic. Uh, I would also <laughs> like to see this on PUBG. How the fuck would you, like, dude, you can do surf maps on PUBG. The fucking game can barely handle, like, basic collision detection. Half the time, I can't parachute onto a roof without then fucking falling off said roof halfway, like, halfway, I'll teleport to halfway down the fucking roof already and then just drop. Uh, Yeah. Well, cart maps, cart maps on PUBG I'd play, so. Oh, yeah. 
One buggies are in there. I've taken both the ideas and it's like peanut butter and chocolate. I'm mashing them up. Genius. Um, yeah, good stuff. Did the uh, question from Miracle? Did we do that last week? The one on the nineteenth about Destiny Two. Yes, did we do that. All right, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I do not. Know yes, we one. did. Um, hang on, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, were there dungeons and raids that would be better with mouse aiming? Mm-hmm. We did. Okay. Um, yeah. Good questions. Uh, I still don't have the email set up on my phone, so I can't check the email because I can't remember the password to the email. So oh, oh, for for, for email one. questions. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I, I got a new phone. Do you want to check that? And I'll tell people about my new phone. It's weird. I've got the Samsung Galaxy S8. Uh, it feels like it wants to slide out of my hands constantly. It's got these rounded edges. I don't understand what it's doing with them. I don't know what games I can play on it. Um, it's got a much better battery than my Nexus 6P. But that's because I'm pretty sure the battery on my 6P died, which is why I had to get a new phone in the first place. Um I don't like all Samsung's bloatware bullshit, to be frank. It's hard going from Nexus, a Nexus 1 to a Nexus 4 to a Nexus 5 to a Nexus 6P and then suddenly re-entering Samsung's stupid fucking ecosystem with stupid extra bloatware horseshit. But, uh, yeah, I, they haven't released a Pixel 2 yet, so I'm fucking – I'm in a bit of a bind here. Um yeah, I, I like it mostly. Uh, there's just some stuff that I really don't like. I guess I could uh, root it and then get rid of all the stupid Samsung bullshit. But the thing I'm trying to do is I'm trying to wait for the Pixel 2 to be announced and then my wife will get that one and then I will switch with her because she's had the Samsung. She's had the Samsung for fucking ages. Uh, so she won't have a problem with having to put up with Samsung's bullshit because it's all she's ever known. It's like in that episode of Seinfeld where uh, they offer Jerry and Elaine a um, first-class seat. And uh, Jerry's like, have you ever flown first-class? And Elaine's like, no, that's why I should have it. And he's like, well, no, uh, I know what it's like, so I should get the ticket. Uh, that's what it's like for me. Uh, I know what it's like to have, you know, the wonders of just Nexus, just Google's operating system without any Samsung shit. She has no idea, so... It's better for her to just wind up with Samsung horseshit. Okay. Good stuff. Good yeah. times. Yep. Yeah. Uh, any uh, emails? No. No emails. Perfect. It means we can go. Does mean we're we going to play some PUBG or what? Uh, maybe. And what, are you still sick? No, I'm fine. Uh, what's Nate doing? Maybe we can Fortnite. Fine. No, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, that's it. Um, you can find the show on Android. That's the thing you've got, right? That is the thing I've got, yes. You can do that if you want. Uh, you can find it on the Windows Store as well as iTunes under The Gap or the GA Podcast if you want to listen to old shows. You can also email us questions at the GA Podcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Discord page, which is the com slash Discord. We've also got a bunch of uh, audio channels on there and a bunch of text things that you can talk to people if you want to play with other games people are on there yep jump in have a couple yep but you gotta be good don't want no scrubs ah yeah Joe will play with you but I won't uh also true yep definitely true um 
so yeah, check that out, uh, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Otherwise, you can go to our Facebook page, which is Facebook, facebook.com slash thegapodcast, twitter.com slash thegapodcast, or thegapodcast.com has all the links to all that stuff I just talked about, as well as our old shows and and other things that are on there. I don't know what else is on there, but there's a lot of things. Totes. Mainly text. You know text. what that is? Yeah, lots of text. Oh, I've seen text before. And I've heard pictures. it. I've heard Couple tell. pictures, a bit of text. Uh, no music, though. No. So, yeah, that's no. what we get. Anyway, uh, you can also help support this show on there as well. Uh, if you go to that website or go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast where you can help uh, support this show, we greatly appreciate anybody that uh, jumps on and, and becomes a member. We genuinely um, do. We yep. love all our patrons. Yep, so you can do that. Uh, and if you do, there's a tier on there. I think it's the $4 one. Less than a dollar an episode. No, it is a dollar an episode. Uh, gets you this show a bit earlier than what we normally do. Uh, we got an embargo for Wolfenstein, so this will go up for those people when the embargo mm. drops for Wolfenstein. Totes. So they'll be the first ones to listen to that. <laughs> so exciting. Very exciting. Super exciting. Job can't contain himself. I can't contain myself. No. That's it. Um, Job, where can people find you on the internet this week? Uh, on the IGN uh, eSports hub where you can see all my stuff uh, about eSports. Uh, I put together a highlight reel of uh, the best from Australian eSports uh, of the last week, but I'm going to be frank, a lot of it's just Overwatch. Um, what? I think you were frank. Just the worst. Honestly, the worst. Um and uh, on Red Bull, I've got an interview with, I've got some of the rest of the interview of that Nate Nanza interview going up. Uh, an interview with the uh, Aussie Overwatch team went up over the weekend. I'll have another one coming up soonish. And I should have, I believe, some interviews with the Quake champion, the Aussie Quake champions representatives heading over to QuakeCon. And. The head of esports at Ubisoft. Oh, nice. Talking about Rainbow Six. Um, I think I've got those answers. I haven't put it into a story yet. Not all of this is going up this week because fuck that. Um, you haven't had time. Like, You've been playing too much PUBG. Yeah. I keep playing playing games. <laughs> Luke's been ruining this. Um, yeah. And I do have um, some interviews with um, the Hearthstone players uh, from the other week from shanghai that didn't go up because of some challenges yeah yeah cool that should like a lot i got a lot i don't know when all of that's going to go up but it will be in the next two weeks which is pretty cool all right yeah sounds good uh well there you go that's a lot of games this week we talked about new stuff something for a change july is normally the the slow period of the month june july like the year sorry yeah. Um, things are starting to ramp up a little bit. I know there yeah, was sure. the, uh, the Mario thing on today, apparently. Did you go that? Mario Rabbids? Yes, I can talk about that next week. Next week. All right. I saw photos up and I was like, oh, okay. okay. Um, so we'll talk about that next week. Anything else do you think we'll talk about? I don't know. Don't know. Why not? I've got this game called... And I lost it. Where is it? I've got this. I bought this game called Behold the Kickmen. Oh, do you kick people? Uh, no, I think it's a soccer game. Ah, okay. But I might get you guys up on Parsec. See if we can play some of that because I think it's couch co-op. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. They listened yep. to the show last week. I know. Yeah, I saw. They were pimping us out. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. Apparently, they've got like people who work from Australia work on it or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Maybe New Zealand. I don't know. I didn't really pay that much attention. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I still, I still, I like everything I said, I genuinely believe I, it is a staggering fucking achievement. But yeah, no, I don't know. All right. That's all I got. Well, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, maybe send us any emails or, or questions if you had any uh, thoughts about uh, the Overwatch World yep. Cup. Um, or even, like, I don't know, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the PUBG in- Invitational? How, how can PUBG be an eSport? Someone oh, tell gosh. me. No, I genuinely remember- want to know. So, we, we talked about it. I don't think we did, but was it Mer- uh Who was it? Frisco. Yep. Maybe sent in like an essay. Ah, uh, yes. The other day about uh, about what happened at Evo. Miracle wrote that. Oh, was it Miracle? Yeah, you uh, I don't remember. Dog. Sorry, I thought that's what I said first. Then you, you made me doubt myself. My bad. Hmm. Somehow, uh, it was it was a good. It's up on our uh, Discord somewhere. I should see if we can pin it. Can we pin a thing? That'd be good. Uh, uh, I just wasn't it. sure if he'd be he'd be okay with that. <laughs> no, I pinned it. Fuck it. Okay. I just did it just then. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works, but yeah, it's 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 his thoughts on on everything. Like he goes into a lot of detail about how everyone who is into Smash is weird, which is good. I'm about yeah. into that. Uh, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, no, it's good stuff. Get on our Discord. Uh, if if you, you know, want to get into the community or whatever, fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good times. Cool. All right. We'll catch everyone next week. Thanks for listening.